Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. I haven't showered today. Oh, stop. Or brushed my teeth. Stop with the dirty I talk know. already. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And you've taken up smoking, I see, to make it even sexier. <laughs> yeah. 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 How are you? I'm uh I'm okay. I'm all right. My voice is a little little worn. I was a little sick this week. That sucks. Yeah. I, I was a little sick and then uh and now Sarah has it. And uh Oh, 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 you know what was fun this uh this week? Uh when did this happen? Two days ago. You know what happened this week? What happened this week? We got to take Ryder to the emergency room. Oh god, what happened? Because he launched himself. Launched himself, Andrew. Off of uh, I th- what we believe is one of the corners of our bathtub into a bath of water uh, and then slipped and must have smacked his face against another end of the bathtub. Really? Uh, we're not exactly sure what happened because yeah. uh, we weren't there for that. We were just we were doing other stuff and the two boys were in the bath and then all of a sudden we hear crying and then. Emerson yelling for us to come into the bathroom and I was ready to be like Emerson what in the fuck did you like why is he crying and then I yeah, walk in you punched him and you didn't finish the job and there was blood everywhere and I was like wow. oh fun what where was it was it like his nose his mouth mouth nose everything and we were like oh he broke his nose he broke his damn nose and then we were like oh he's bleeding his mouth oh he bit his way through it this was must and so we took him to the uh, emergency room luckily no broken nose no anything no stitches but he he whacked his nose good enough that like it was bleeding yeah bruised his face and tore his frenulum the top frenulum what the, the, fuck know what is the frenulum that? is the frenulum is the little okay ready thank Bruce? you for being a frenulum. No, frenulum oh yeah for anybody listening just google it the thing that attaches your lip to your gum yeah and um I, we still have no idea, like, where... Yeah, how uh, this happened. How this happened. Like, yeah. you try and do, like, the CSI crime scene thing. Of, yeah, like, yeah. Well, if he went... Like, the, the, the scene yeah. from JFK is, like, down and to the left. You tried taking photos, and then you were like, enhance? Yes, exactly. Enhance? Yeah. We did a whole... We, I made a miniature model and everything. Yeah. With a laser... I had a you know laser what's point. crazy yeah. about this, though? What? <laughs> Sorry, I was was letting you go. That's all right. No, I was I always wait for the response because you you might know um, because he might have ratted me out. I told him I showed him how to do that, but I told him to wait until you guys were like out of the apartment. He just couldn't wait. Yeah. I think like, he was so excited about what you showed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just like we were like, what the dude just launch. And by the way, he's crying, he's screaming and everything. And then uh, by the time he gets out of the emergency room, Sarah took him to the emergency room. By the time he gets out, he's then just running down the ramp of the hospital to yeah. get to the sidewalk. I was going to say, hopefully still. he learned his lesson, but no, not a, not a <laughs> fucking chance. What he learned is that uh, 99 out of 100 times, mm-hmm. if you do something fun, Everything's going to work out fine. Yeah. What he learned is that uh, these things heal. So I can just keep right. doing them. It's fine. It's yeah. no, no consequences whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. So wow, that was wow, wow. that was great. That was so much fun. What a dickhead. I know. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you? Oh, man, I'm good. We I mean, at the time of listening to this, I've already opened the show that I'm doing, but we open tomorrow as of recording. OK. And uh, it's going well. Yeah. It's going good. Yeah. We got some photos taken. Yeah. Of uh, their booth. Boudoir photos. No, Ooh, it's actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, just set photos and production photos and stuff, and it's coming together. Now, this takes place in Central Park, so the, when you say set photos, you mean just of a tree? Yeah, a rock. Yeah, a couple, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Upper West Side traffic. That's right, yeah. In the back. A yeah. couple homeless people. You know how yeah, it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop I'm dressing. like gentle Romans. <laughs> and that's a homeless man just scratches his balls going, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> ah, the people love me. Yeah. People of Rome. Uh, yeah, it's going well. I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired. Good. Been running lines and yeah. getting ready for this episode. Doing okay. my laundry for because it's like most of the clothes are I mine. I did laundry today too. You want to trade? No. Oh, 
Actually, you trust me. You don't want to trade. It was yeah, I don't want to trade. I, I have like six of articles of clothing. <laughs> no, we did every single article of clothing oh, for wow. our entire family. Because I basically just have my pants and my shirt that I wear for the show. So I just wash that and whatever other laundry we have each day. No, no. See, that's... That's the beauty. This is what Sarah keeps saying. This is why she wants a, a, a washer and a dryer. And uh, you know, you can get them that hook up to your sink. Uh, yes, we do. They're a pain in the ass. Yeah, they are. They are. We've considered getting a dishwasher that does that. Yeah, it's a. They're a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. they're like really. It's almost not worth it. We did get. We tried one because you could get one that like. You could get a spin one, like a it's a hand yeah. washer yeah, type yeah. of thing. We did one of the, uh, I had one of those. I think we used it twice, and we were like, "This is fucking stupid." Yeah, it's basically as much energy as bringing your clothes to a laundromat, right? And takes and it kind of takes longer, yeah, because like there's no good way to like you know a laundry, uh, you know it, it, the washing machine will like spin it so it gets some of the excess water. You can't really do that in this thing. It's crazy, and we were like, "This is dumb." And I was like, I, I knew that, but I got it for you because I love you or something. And also sometimes you ever get, you ever get Mel a gift that she really wants no. uh, just to prove to her what a bad idea it is. Oh, just to, uh, I mean, I've tried that Yeah, and it, uh, doesn't work. It doesn't work. She still thinks it's a good idea. Yeah. See, Sarah does that. Sarah, Sarah will be like, I want this. And I'm like. I don't think that's, I don't think we, and she's like, no, I really want it. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then we got it. And then she's like, this was a bad idea. And I'm like, yeah, see this. If only someone had known. This is a $50 proof that you should listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. So when are you guys moving to Jersey? You know what is the best way to move to New Jersey? Yeah, to not do it. You know what is the best way to clean and dry your clothes almost at the same time? To like wash and dry your clothes. What's that? I've heard this and I've only tried it once. You mm-hmm. keep your clothes on, you get in the bathtub, fill it with water, and then you drop a toaster into it and that while it's plugged in and it dries it. Really? No, it kills you. Oh, that's just as good. It's a two for one. <laughs> it's a wait, toast? No. I can't. I nope. I was trying what? to make a thing. I was trying to make a little pun there, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't get to a it. A toaster one? Yeah, but I couldn't Toast quite. for one? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I was yeah. like, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, it's bad. You know, it's sometimes a bad joke. It, yeah, it's, it is a bad joke. That's why I made you say it. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, sucker. God damn it. Yeah, I win again. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then drop a toast. I still don't like this. Anyway, yeah, I know. It's still my bad. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Is my co-toast, Andrew Dunn? It's better. Yeah, it is better. It's better. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. Butter? Better? Butter? Yeah. Toast? Nope. Ruined it. Say hello, Andrew. Uh... Andrew overdone toast? Mm. Toast is overdone? Done? But do you say, usually if it's overdone, you just say it's burnt, right? I mean, I don't. You say it's overdone? I'm pretentious. Oh, you, you say it's... <laughs> I order my toast well done, thank you. <laughs> I order my toast bloody, is that weird? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Andrew. What? Uh, let's see, by the time this episode comes out... Uh, we'll have pretty much everyone in the world will have been uh, across the Spider-Verse and through the Spider-Verse, under the Spider-Verse, over the Spider-Verse, really, around the Spider-Verse, in the Spider-Verse, out of the Spider-Verse, uh, any, any really combination of all of those right there. And so we'll be talking about that in just a little bit, but as of this recording, we're just under it coming out. So we thought, you know what? Let's get ready. Yeah. And if you haven't gotten a chance to see it opening weekend, this will help you get ready, too. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the spiders, the Spider-Men's, Spider-Women's, Spider-Peoples, really, Spider-Things, just spiders in general, that uh, we may or may not have seen or will see in the Spider-Verse and... 
maybe some of the other ones uh, that we would have liked to see Ooh. in there as well. Yeah. Uh, we, we thought, you know what? There's so many spiders in the Spider-Verse. Let's talk about some of our favorites. Yeah, you know, Chris. Yeah. How many spider people do you think there are in Marvel? If you had to take a guess. I'm going to say 20. Higher. 30. Higher. 31. Higher. I would love to go higher, but I don't actually any know, know any numbers after that. All right. Look, just take the biggest number you can think of and add more to it. There's more spider people than grains of sand on the beach, more than drops of water in the ocean, even more than legal charges against Ezra Miller. But we're going to go <laughs> oh. through some of our favorite spider totems on this week's episode to get you ready yes. for Across the Spider-Verse. For anyone who doesn't know, Marvel has a million alternate universes, and each one has its own Spider-Men, Spider-Woman, Spider-Cat, Spider-Wolf, some kind of avatar that has similar powers and abilities to the Spider-Man that we're all familiar with. These are commonly referred to as Spider-Totems by the characters in that universe. Chris and I have each selected our favorite three to talk about, giving us a solid top six listicle. Chris. Yes. Who is your first spider totem and our number six? Yes. Okay. So I'll tell you what. Um, also, really quick. So uh, as I get into my first one, let me just say a couple of things. One, I got it. I, I as you know, I'm not really the Marvel guy. That's you. And so as I was trying to find... Uh, some because I know tangentially some of some of the spider totems. Yeah, yeah. But I thought you know this will be a good opportunity to take a deep dive and really see what's out there. And then I thought, fuck it, what's the most ridiculous things that I could possibly find? And let's talk about those instead. <laughs> good. So uh, so I decided to do that as well. And I got to say also, if you're looking to as we're going to get into this list, some find out more uh, spider totems and everything. One title that I, I kind of knew of this title I've never read it but one title that keeps coming up is a is a miniseries called Edge of the Spider-Verse where mm-hmm. uh, is it what's the villain say? it's not I always want to say it's not it's Morbius but it's not Morbius it's Morris is that no, right no it's the va- is it the vampire guy yeah the yeah, yeah. Spider-Verse vampire guy yes, I forget his name it's, it's like yeah it's yes. like Mor- Mortis or something it's more I think it's Mortis um, yeah there's a, there's a whole family of yes, spider vampires and they go through pretty much the entire spider multiverse and just yeah. try to well, kill well there's everybody. a bunch of these. There's the first one uh, that comes to mind is Spider-Verse, which is 2015. There's Spider-Geddon as well, which mm-hmm. is a more recent one. There's a ton of them that have to do with similar storylines yeah. to that. And so uh, Edge of the Spider-Verse is, is one that kept coming up as I kept looking to find some of the more ridiculous ones because you would find yeah. them in like a panel or a page or something <laughs> like this. But I was like, you know what? The nice thing about comics, you appear in a panel. It counts, motherfucker. That's canon. That's true. Yes. So, uh, uh, I'm so, all right. This is my first one right here. You ready? You ready for this? Lay it on me. Andrew. What? Andrew, allow me to tell you, to introduce you to probably one of the greatest Spider-Mans of all time. Maybe one of the greatest heroes of all time, I'm suspecting. True. The golden sponge cake (laughs) Spider-Man. Now, of course, I know you, being the expert that you are, know all about the Golden Sponge Cake Spider-Man. But I could, actually do a little bit. For, but, for, for the sake of argument, please, would you allow, would you allow me to enlighten you and, and the listener, really? Yes, please explain to me all about not Twinkie Spider-Man. Yes, the gold. Yes, the golden. It's yes. That's a very. Very important distinction. Yeah, uh, the Golden <laughs> Sponge Cake Spider Man is a, it, well. It's pretty much Spider Man. It's it, it and he's got all the powers of Spider Man. He looks like Spider Man. He has all the friends of Spider Man. He swings through the same city as Spider Man, except that in this reality. Uh, he uses Hostess cupcakes to fight crime. As we all do. As we all do. As God intended. This was so originally. This was a crossover between. Hostess and Marvel, where they created a comic where pretty much every hero. This may have been a series of comics. I have to. I, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, basically every every Marvel superhero was uh, oh, used. Oh, I do know about they this. Just, they have all their same abilities, yeah. But instead, they fight crime using Hostess cupcakes and various Hostess products. Including Spider-Man, who let me fi- let me see if I can find. Uh, let's see, he was captured by an unnamed mob boss and used snack cakes to bribe his captor to allow his escape. He rescued Aunt May from kidnappers by tricking the kidnappers with Twinkies. 
which by the way is a really easy way to just trick any kidnapper honestly he gave a cupcake to mary jane to allow himself to slip out and capture man mountain marco and he captured what is possibly the most dangerous villain in the entire mcu the twinkie takers when they attempted to steal forty thousand dollars off an no actually they just attempted to steal twinkies yeah I will give anything to see that villain. Yeah, of course. Would, honestly, wouldn't you like to see that villain in Across the Spider-Verse? Across the spider I need Golden Sword. Yes. So, by the way, uh, even though we're talking about Hostess products, uh, it should be said that uh, by the time it came time for Edge of the Spider-Verse and he was reintroduced, they had to call him Golden Sponge Cake Spider-Man <laughs> so they didn't have to have any trademark <laughs> litigation against Hostess Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprisingly, uh, he died pretty quickly in Edge of the Spider-Verse. From, I presume, diabetes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Morris was like, mm, nom, 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 mm, too sweet. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll just stop. Yeah. But he is back. He's, he's alive. So I guess at the end, they uh, somebody killed this guy and, with some sort of spider dagger or something and then released all of the Spider-Verse back into the Spider-Verses. Gotcha. So, so it's okay. Golden Sponge Cake Spider-Man is still alive and well. Thank fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was really worried. I know. I know. This you is, can't kill sponge cakes. It's true. They just suck it. Whatever you, they just soak it right in. And <laughs> they, they take on that. They absorb it and they take on the flavor. Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about a sponge cake. Also, uh, the lovely thing, because it's, it's technically hostess and uh, he's probably three quarters Twinkie, he'll also never really go bad. <laughs> He will always be a hero. He will always be a hero. He'll never go bad. Yeah. Wow. Even when you find him under the couch. couch. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. By the way, just really quick, uh, also on on the fandom, under the Golden Sponge Cake Spider-Man, there's a quote. uh, My tummy's rumbling for some of those delicious Hostess brand fruit pies. (laughs) His famous catchphrase that's my famous catchphrase too it is yeah it is i think they got it yeah. from you i should hit them with a copyright lawsuit yeah yeah, yeah. uh what about you what, what you got you got one uh no i don't have any okay good let's <laughs> just end it from right there okay great yeah. let's end it all with the toaster in the bathtub chris mm-hmm. coming in at the number five slot is one of my favorites spiders man oh Okay, yes, okay, this was almost one of mine. Please go on. (laughs) Have you ever asked yourself, what makes a man? Or even, what makes a spider? Or maybe, do spiders maketh the man? Because evidently, sometimes they do. They literally do. (laughs) Probably the fucking weirdest one on this list, and that's saying something. On Earth (laughs) 11580... Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy take a tour of Horizon Labs. While there, Peter accidentally falls into a massive colony of radioactive spiders who eat him alive in his entirety. And due to the mutation, each spider also devours a piece of his consciousness. So they collect together to take the form of a man and put on a costume so people will think it's a guy and not a thousand spiders shoved up together. Shoved up together. This version of Spider-Man feels like he was made up as an old wives' tale to keep kids from touching themselves. If you don't stop doing that, Johnny, a thousand spiders will eat you and you'll become a bunch of spiders and all eight of your eyes will go blind. (laughs) (laughs) Do we, uh... What the fuck is... Do you have any thoughts on this character? This is gross. This is real. I saw this too, and I this was almost one of mine. This is gross. <laughs> this is... I'll tell you what, and this this really proves it. Uh, just going through some of the some of the, the spiders that I've seen on this... That won't even make it onto this episode. There's some fucked up people writing this, this shit every <laughs> once in a while. I'm like, who thinks of this shit? Yeah. This is gr- also, I have to give it up for the spiders because they made a human form of a man, but they actually made a really good looking human form of <laughs> yeah, a man. It looks like, like they an actual, they're hanging together really strong. Really good. Like yeah. they work out. Like they, <laughs> yeah. he's got, he's got spider abs. Yeah, he's right. got spider biceps. Yeah. Like in it's a not way, just he a, can make himself look however he wants, yes. right? He could be even more jacked. Oh yeah, absolutely. He 
a hundred feet tall. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, that's true. They should have made him like a couple inches taller, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just like, like, I'm like, it's not just like a weird blobby kind of just idea. But yeah. The spiders like really have an insight into like the human body and exactly, yeah. you know, how it forms. it. It's kind of crazy how good looking this thing is. For yeah. It being a thousand spiders all shoved up together. <laughs> and kudos to them as well, because they could just all like he could look like he's sliding right. instead of walking because they could all just be like all the spiders could just be carrying him basically. Right. right. But instead they move his legs yeah. to make it look like he's walking, which takes effort. Also, wouldn't that technically crush some of the spiders on the butt? Like who has to be on the feet? Well, yeah. How heavy is that? Like he's got to weigh like 50 pounds at the most. Right. Well, because it's a I mean, how many like how much does, does a thousand spiders, spiders? spiders weigh? Because spiders are really light, right? They're really light. That's true. So it should be. So really, the, the, he should the blow thing away with the wind. I just gonna, yes, he should blow away with the wind. That costume would be like a sail. Just blows it away. Like they just every time he throws a punch, a hundred spiders should die. Yes, they probably do. Every time he takes a step, yeah, fifty spiders die, and then you have to get more to just like take their place and everything. He should get progressively shorter as he walks down the street. (laughs) Do you think every time he slings a web, it's just one spider shooting it out of its butt? I was surprised not to find on this list anywhere one Spider-Man who just actually fires webs out of his butt, and I was looking. Believe oh, me. there must be one. There's got to be one, but I was looking and I couldn't find there one. There definitely are some that are like a spider. Yes, but not a man who fires webs right. out of his butt, which is right. exactly what I was looking for. But this is pretty close. Disgusting. This is really gross. <laughs> it's really, really gross. And the physics of it don't. This this can only happen in comics because the <laughs> physics don't work at all, not at all. Every time the wind blows, it should be, look like a like a plastic bag just pulling dead bugs out. I just want to add as well before we move on that on marvel.fandom.com, the only power he has listed is quote living hive of spiders. And that's all it says. That's, it's, that's it's all, under that's powers, powers oh, and I, abilities. Yes, living hive, hive of, of spiders. spiders. I mean, that says it all. That says it all, really. Chris, hit us with number four. Would you like to know about Pete Spider-Man? I would love to know about Pete Spider-Man. Pete Spider-Man is not Peter Parker, comma, Spider-Man. No, it's Pete Spider-Man. Yeah. Pete Spider-Man, it's just a man like you or I. Yeah. <laughs> just a dude. Just a nebbishy dude. Just a guy who works as a certified public accountant who takes pride in his award-winning lawn who just happens to have the name Spider-Man. Does he have any powers? Yes. Uh, he does have powers. Powers of a out-of-shape sh- out Spider-Man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. This is this is real. This is a, it's just a guy. This is I like this because this is something we've always wait, talked wait, about. Wait, wait, hang on. I. Clarify something for yes. me. So when you say an yes, out of shape Spider Man, do you mean no, like a- no, not an out of shape Spider Man, an out of shape spider? Oh, which leads me to my question: What is the difference between an out of shape spider and an in shape spider? Yeah. How does that? I, I mean. I don't even know what the difference in powers would be. So does he still have, he must still have like the spider sense. He has all of the powers of Spider-Man. His name just happens to be Pete Spider-Man. And uh, he just works as a certified accountant and has a very nice lawn and just lives a solid, normal life in his home until some guy just came up and sucked the life out of him. I'm jealous of this guy. I know. I know. I kind of want to look up like the etymology of the name Spider-Man. Like where? Where did he come from? Was that Greek? There you go. There he is. Look at that guy right there. Hey, let me see this fucker. It's him pushing his mask out with his. Uh, oh wow! Finger right there. That's not his full nose. So he has Spider-Man powers. Yes, he does. So he's like super strong, agile, fast, smart. Or is he though? Because again, look at this man. Look at him. Does that look like he's fast? Or strong. He looks like, is it Pete Holmes? Yeah, he looks like Pete Holmes. Is that who I'm thinking of? Probably. Let's say he looks like Pete Holmes. He looks kind of like Pete Holmes. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the comedian. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, good enough. I'd even take a Jim Gaffigan with this shape. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, I will. So here's the thing. Um, I know you have many questions about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how else to explain this. He's just a dude. But he's not just a dude, right? But he's he not has- just a dude. But at the same time, he's kind of just a dude. 
just a dude named Pete. He just happens to have the last name Spider-Man. And because of that, he got his life force sucked out of his body. But he also has Spider-Man powers. But he does also have Spider-Man powers. But does he use them? Nah. Yeah. Nah. You know why? Yeah, yeah. Because he's got to do soccer on the weekend or something. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's got a nice lawn. He's an accountant. Certified accountant. Making a nice living. Not anymore, he's not. Nope. Now he's making a nice dying. Because he got the life sucked out of him. And not in a good way. (sighs) Well, he's living a sweet life in the suburbs, so he probably hasn't had that life sucked out of him in a couple of years. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That's what I like. He's just a dude. He's just a dude like you and I. Yeah. And basically, I found yeah. a comic book character modeled after us. And that's really why I put him on the list. <laughs> he to could tell be you, the you truth. based on that picture. It looks he a bit like you. He could be me. But you're not certified in anything. Ooh, not for trying. But I also failed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my lawn? Immaculate. Proud of that thing. Yeah, me too. I've seen it. Yeah. It's amazing. Your manscaping is incredible. Ooh. Baby, you have no idea. I do. I've seen it. I just, I literally just said that. That's true. You did say that. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's that number three? Chris. Yes. For number three, I'm going to have to take us all the way back to the year 1978 to a little film called The Time of Revenge Has Come Beat Down Iron Cross Group. Alternatively titled Spider-Man. Yeah. The 1970s was full of some weird shit, Chris, and not even Spider-Man could hide from it. Spider-Man honestly stays pretty close to the uh, the original source material, but for the sake of being thorough and in case anyone listening isn't familiar with the original Spider-Man's origins, I'm going to lay it out here. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle racer Takuya Yamashiro sees a space warship called the Marveler falling to Earth. Takuya's father, a space archaeologist, is killed after he finds the spaceship. And that, of course, is when Professor Monster and his evil Iron Cross army, an alien group that plans to rule the universe, show up. Takuya follows his father to the Marveler and discovers Garia. Not gonorrhea, gorilla. Uh, I, I really, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I went to diarrhea. I don't know why. <laughs> Urea. Urea. No, sorry, gorilla. The last surviving warrior of Planet Spider, a world that was destroyed by Professor Monster and the Iron Cross Army. Gurria explains that he was hunting Professor Monster, but now needs someone to carry on the fight. So he injects Takuya with some of his own blood, which gives Takuya <laughs> spider-like powers. Rude. Very. Gurria then gives Takuya a bracelet that activates his spider protector costume, shoots webs, and controls the Marveler ship, which can also transform into a giant battle mech called Leopardon. Using his powers, Takuya fights Professor Monster's army and other threats to Earth under the name Spider-Man. Honestly, I'm so sick of hearing his origin, but I felt like it was necessary. It's just every single movie we get the same thing over and over and over again. I know. Also, you got to know that Professor Monster is one of those pricks who like insists on you calling him Professor Monster. Yeah, because he teaches a class. Oh, God damn. Isn't that interesting? Right. It's not like doctor. He's, he's a professor. He he's teaches a, professor. a class. He's one adjunct position. And all of yeah. a sudden we all got to go and call him Professor Monster instead Some of fucking Mr. Tenured Monster. Asshole. Jesus. Teaching one night night class at a community college, and your professor yeah. monster, gee, yeah. get it out! What of class your ass. do you think he teaches? Probably like fucking intro to ceramics or some <laughs> bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some fucking public speaking for yeah. beginners or some horseshit. Jamaican for film, and that's why his name is Monstar. Fucking hell. Um, I got it, because Mon? Yeah. There's nothing I want more, Chris, than to get shit-faced and watch every episode of this while crying over the fact that I'll never become a space archaeologist. I mean, I love that idea, because it's so... <laughs> what the fuck does a space archaeologist do? do they, they archaeologize space. So do, do they go to the moon and then look no, at rocks? Chris, or no, Chris, Or do they wait for no. the rocks to come to them? No, they wait for Dwayne Johnson to come to them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Chris? Yes? They made 48 fucking episodes in a movie out of this. I mean, that's, that's really... Uh, small for Japan, to tell you the <laughs> truth. That's a that's a short run for them. He has a giant mech! Considering Power Rangers has been going on since, I believe, World War II. Well, uh, yeah, you're you not know, wrong. 
this is this was nothing. This is their this is their like BBC version of something. So are we going to get shit faced and watch every episode of this and the movie and maybe do commentary? Yes. If you guys want us to do How that, how long are the episodes? Do you know? <laughs> Probably six hours each. If you guys want us to do this, <laughs> that would make that would make the movie what two days long or something? ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want us to do this, let us know on our social media or send us an email. Yes. Uh, yeah, let us know because I want to do it. So I'm going to create 25 new Twitter accounts and I'm going to tweet us and be like, oh, you guys should totally yes. do it. Put it in the reviews. This will be the thing I say for the reviews. I'll just say it. Now oh, yeah. I'm yes or no. Yes or no. Just just Spider-Man review, please. Get drunk five, and do a commentary on this. Yeah. 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 Give us five stars. In anticipation of us doing this. Yeah. And say these five stars are for, are for the future Spider-Man review. Yeah. All right, Chris, who's our number two? We've got, of course, Spider-Man. Just Spider-Man? No, not, no, 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 no. Not Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Say it again. I feel you like go this ahead. is a bit. Spider-Man. You say it. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Nope, you're not saying Damn it right. Damn it. You're not saying Nope, Spider-Man. What, am I, what part of it am I saying wrong? Of course, I'm talking about the legendary Spider-Man. Listen, Andrew... Most places, Peter Parker went and got bitten by a radioactive spider, okay? Mm. But there is a universe Uh where one day Peter Parker went on a field trip and was supposed to be bitten by a radioactive spider. But he was supposed to be. Like, that was in the field trip slip. That was in the field trip. All the kids will get bitten by radioactive spiders. Yeah, but... You know what happened? He forgot his lunch. Oh. Yeah. And so being the good aunt that that she is, making sure that her nephew wouldn't go hungry, Aunt May brought Peter's lunch to the field trip and was actually bitten by a radioactive spider. No shit. So wait, so he was there. Yes, he was there. He just didn't make it there in time. She got there quicker. She got there quicker. And then she was bitten by a radioactive spider, created the hero, Spider-Ma'am. Why didn't you say it like that before? That's exactly how I said it before. I don't Why think so. I think, like I think that you before? intentionally made it so that I wouldn't hear Spider-Ma'am. the second M in Spider-Ma'am. that. Go ahead, you said Sp- <laughs> Spider-Man? Spider-Ma'am. 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 Man? Ma'am. <laughs> this is a dumb bit. What does, does Spider-Ma'am have any villains or anything? Uh, she basically just, I think, looks over the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, she's the friendly like, neighborhood Spider-Ma'am. Yeah, she's a friendly... See, you, you said it right that time. Thanks. She fights... She, uh, I believe she fights crimes probably by just baking the criminals homemade cookies and then just having them have a good sit and maybe talk like, it out. just calm down a little yeah. bit and talk it down a little bit. This is the thing. Alright, here's the thing about Spider-Man though. I demand a miniseries, a team-up between Spider-Man and Golden Sponge Cake Spider-Man. <laughs> okay? Because these two and their baked goods could just absolutely stop crime across all of New York City. I want those two versus Carnage. That's oh, really what Jesus. I want to see. They would that would be great. I think. I mean, to be really, fair, it's like I the only they thing they do. haven't tried to kill Carnage with is like Twinkies and hot cocoa. Do you think if Venom tried to attach themselves to a to a, like a Twinkie, what would it bring? What would happen? What would happen to the Twinkie? Well, I think it has to be a living thing. To I mean, Twinkies are damn close. Let's be honest. Yeah, the jury's out on. Yeah. Probably mostly bacteria, so it oh, might be technically alive. Can I, also, by the way, since this is my this is my last one before uh, we get off this subject, speaking of golden sponge, it all comes back to this. So let's be honest, and we all know it. But uh-huh. speaking of, of golden sponge cake, Spider Man, I gotta give also a shout out to one that almost made my list as well. Yeah, uh-huh. which was uh, what is it? Is it Tim Tum Spider Man or Tum Tum oh, Spider Man? Zoom Zoom, right? Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom. Ha- I have one. I have Zoom, yes. a Zoom Zoom Spider-Man. Which is officially a real thing. I know, it's in Zoom some of Zoom our videos. Spider-Man. Because, uh, another beautiful marketing crossover that made its way into the actual MCU at some point. Yeah. Which I believe in the origin of this. Not the MCU. This, oh, sorry. The, uh, what do they call the, the MU, the I guess. Marvel the Marvel Comic MU. Universe. Sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I, in my mind, I was like, no, that makes it. No, it's it's Marvel Comic Universe. It's, it is somewhat cinematic, but yeah. not literally. <laughs> but uh, the MU, I guess. But the, some, so, what is it? Some, some? Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Yeah. 
I think in that one, it's an alien. Yes. Is that right? Yes. It's an alien yeah. come to the planet. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, they were transporting it from one end of the universe. Like, Tsum Tsums in that storyline are like these sort of faceless, generic looking gray things that like are. So, like, like in real life? No. Not at all like in real life. Sure. Anyway, go on. They're like Scientologists. So <laughs> they're transporting them. They're like Mormons. So they're transporting them from one end of the universe to the other for or one end of the galaxy to the other for something or something, something. But they accidentally lose them in this like prison cell that they're transporting them in and they fall to Earth and it explodes and they fall out and they replicate the appearance and powers of superheroes on the planet. Got it. Yeah. So okay. they uh, are forced to, and then they, they, I don't know, try to fight them or some shit. I don't so know. are the Tsum Tsums dangerous? Are they like dangerous criminals? Is that what I they don't are? know. I haven't read it. I just know that that's what happens. <laughs> I feel like the Tsum Tsums in, in the Marvel comics would be like, like the Marvel version of a Tribble. Like when yeah, that would be, right. they would just like reproduce endlessly and but honestly part of me kind of hopes that it's like oh this cute little thing and then they're like oh what are these gonna do and they're like i eat babies to stay alive yeah exactly i drink the blood of virgins yeah, or something right. yeah 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 he's like oh look at this cute oh god get it all oh, god and just by just it, yeah. the mouth is out. it looks so cute like on three quarters of the surface and then you turn it over and it's just horrible it's like the um it's like that treasure chest in dungeons of dragons that like yeah, opens yeah. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. so adorable, and then you turn it over this horrible mouth with gnashing yeah. teeth. Or like I was thinking the uh, the the it's got a name, but the the rabbit in the Holy Grail, Monty Python, yeah, Holy yeah, Grail. yeah, yeah, and it just like attaches and just rips out your jugular. Yeah, yeah, That'd be amazing marketing for a Tsum Tsum. Speaking of Spider Man, yes. I have an honorable mention as well, Please? which is Spider Man. Spider Man. No, no, you're saying it wrong. Sp- Sorry, Spider-Man? it's Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider-Man. I think that's about as close as we're going to okay, get. Great. Anyway, Spider-Man mm-hmm. is um, Ben Parker, whose wife and nephew were killed oh. in a tragic accident. And uh, he learned that with great power comes great responsibility. Somehow got bit with a by a spider. I actually read this comic and I do not remember if they they probably don't even explain it because it's I think it's in one of the Spider-Verse comics. Right. But he became Spider-Man mm. and uh, and he's this old man Spider-Man. <laughs> and does he use a gun? No. Well, he he's should. just a Spider-Man because he's old and just should use a gun well, like Charlton Heston. Yeah. 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 Or uh, Clint Eastwood or that other guy. Uh, you know that other guy. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> is that too soon? No, nope, it's too late, really. Oh, that's too soon. That was, that was in poor taste, Chris. No, I just meant it was you too late. You take it back. Nah. <laughs> I will if he will. Oh, God. What, uh, what's your number one? What's our number one? Chris, coming in at number one, just in time for Across the Spider-Verse, is one Spider-Punk. Yeah. Hobie Brown. Yes. In the regular 616 universe has gone by the alias The Prowler, who some might recognize as Aaron Davis or Miles Morales's uncle. <gasps> but on Earth 138, he's a homeless teenager who was bitten by a spider that was irradiated after President Norman Osborn dumped a bunch of toxic waste. Spider-Punk was originally planned to be named Spider-UK, a more formally British take on the character, but then they said, Oi! Fuck that, yeah! And uh, then did a riff on the nearest axe. He has been featured in a bunch of video games and animated series, and uh, he's pretty punk rock. He's going to be voiced by Daniel Kaluuya in the upcoming film Across the Spider-Verse. Nice. And yeah, he just looks cool. He is, he's got a guitar. He cool he's got looking. like spikes on his head yep. and like a, a denim vest. Yep, I like him. It's hard to pull off a denim vest. It is. I've tried to pull it off. I know. Uh, especially off of someone else. Too. Yeah, it's got two sleeves. Really, it's only got two holes and your arms are through well, them. They, and also, they, love, they love their denim vest when you're wearing a denim vest and you try and pull it off of somebody, they get real defensive. Yeah, yeah. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which really like eh, they were committing a fashion crime. So they really are. Whose fault is it? Yeah, and I'm like, get this fucking thing off, you fucking Canadian. I like this this character. I've I've seen him a bunch, and uh, and and you're right. He he kind of has like made his way across video games and different comics and everything like that. He does actually look cool. Every once in a while, they're like, here's a punk rock version of a character, and you're like. 
think you are definitely a white guy in your 50s making a <laughs> punk rock character. Yeah. But this one actually kind of works. This one yeah. actually pays off. You know what I mean? He fucking fights the system. Like, that's yeah. his whole thing. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That was fun. That was fun. That was a fun little bit of fun that we did. Do the, uh, do the spikes part of the mask? Yeah. Or the spikes? Spikes in his head and the mask goes over the spikes. No, no, no. They're part of the mask. How do you know? Because uh, I'm him. Oh, okay. So when he takes the mask off, the spikes come off, but then that would be like, it's, you know, like normally the Spider-Mans, they could just take the mask off, they tuck it in a pocket or something, or they shove it in a back. I feel like that's got to be harder to do with that costume. He has a pocket in his uh, vest. That fits all the spikes though? Yep. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Ooh, maybe. Okay. Yes. He's got holes in the back of the vest and he sticks the spikes through the holes. So it just looks like spikes sticking out of his vest. So the spikes are always present on him. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So he were, but also in this version, he wears the vest when not in the Spider-Man costume. Oh, maybe they're foam. Or inflatable. So they're infl- okay, so does he have to blow them up every time then? So when he's got to do something, yeah. he's like, "Hold on a second. No, but it's like one of those. It's, no, it's like one of those life preservers. He just pulls a thing. Okay, and then he deflates it when he takes it off. It's like, oh, so it's got. I, what if it's one of those? You know what I think it is. Here's what it is. Here's I, I figured it out. Okay, remember the remember the Reebok shoes that the, yeah they the, get to pump up yeah 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 it's one of those it's 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 like how many spikes are there one two three four five it's five of those it's five little buttons and every time he puts it on he's got to be like he's got to just take the time and just like tick 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 and then go to the next for one for each one for each one individually yeah it, no 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 it's not one button let me be clear it is yeah, not yeah. one button for the entire it's five mask. buttons it's five individual buttons yeah. he gets to the third one and he's like oh they killed that woman <laughs> oh i Fuck. don't need to do this anymore and then he's got to release the air and then he releases it <laughs> yeah yeah every single time yeah, and then one time he like overdoes it and it explodes, and yeah. he's like, "Oh fuck, these things are like a hundred bucks to replace." <laughs> Damn it! All right, yeah. are we ready to move on to the reading assignment? Let's go on to the reading assignment. Right. That was a good bit of fun. We haven't done a good sub. We haven't done like a subject episode in a while. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully that movie isn't bad. <laughs> I, uh, by all accounts, again, by the time this comes out, a good portion of us will have seen it already. Yeah, yeah. But by all accounts, I've heard good things. It is, uh, it's supposed to be incredible. Yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah. All right. All right, let's do it. So, Chris. Yes. A powerful fighter is taking a break from their usual gruesome acts of violence in order to finally relax and enjoy the little things. But after our protagonist has a random encounter with a thug who brutally attacks the main character's dog, they'll spend the rest of their arc seeking revenge. And, oh shit, this is the Wikipedia page for John Wick. (laughs) Well... Whatever, let's just move on. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> She's faster than a speeding bullet, strong enough to break through glass ceilings in a single bout. She makes 75 cents for every dollar that Superman makes, which is still zero cents in total. Chris, <laughs> this week you've given me Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow by Tom King, Bilqui, Evely, Matthias Lopez. Uh, and that's uh, that's my reading assignment. Yeah. So, so what yes. did uh, so what did you think of this? It's good. Okay. I think it will make a better movie. I'm interested to see how this is made into a movie because yeah. it is very dense. Yes. And long. But I don't think it has to be. No, I agree with you. I don't think it has to be. So really quick. Um, yeah. But I mean, kind of what you said does sum it up really well. But basically, it's uh, a young girl sees her father killed by this kind of tyrant of a space villain. Right. He's barely a, a tyrant. Right. Yeah, like I guess at the he's, time, he's just kind of a guy. He's just kind of a guy. I guess. You know what? In her mind, I guess she kind of builds him up to be. Yeah. A thing. yeah. But uh, he's just he's just a jackass really uh but her dad is killed by a guy and she's like i'm gonna fucking kill this guy but she's also a teenager and can't really fucking kill this guy uh and so she recruits supergirl and then um supergirl is like all right i'll tell you what because she's like basically like take me to kill this man and she's supergirl's like "Mm, no i'm not gonna and then eventually she's like all right here's the deal i'm gonna take you to find this guy but really at the end of this I'm not killing anyone. I'm not letting you kill anyone. And trust me, you don't want to kill someone. And then uh, 
we follow them basically trying to find this guy. That's that's yeah. the bulk of the the plot line. Yeah, yeah. And I won't kind of spoil the ending because I I honestly reading this, I was like, I really don't know. You kind of go back and forth. You're like, this could end either way, any number of ways. Uh, yeah. yeah, any number of ways. But uh, I when I read this, I I really enjoyed it. But anyway, sorry. Before I talk about it. I want to hear a little more from you about, about yeah. what you thought about it. In classic Tom King fashion, it is verbose and mm-hmm. filled to the gills with exposition. But it's a really interesting story that utilizes Supergirl in a way that it couldn't really utilize Superman in a Superman story. Mm-hmm. It does an amazing job of showcasing the similarities and the differences between Supergirl and Superman, um, or at least his own version. What of, he feels yeah. are the differences. Yeah. yeah, I took a screenshot of this because when I say this thing is fucking verbose, one of the characters in this, the, the young woman who's help, who Supergirl is helping, our narrator, she talks yeah. so goddamn much. I have I'm just going to read this for you all. It's not a spoiler or anything. This is one sentence. And she says this quote for up to this moment. I have been recounting my own observations from those many decades ago when I was young and still had in me some of that good fortune and fear that all young folk carry and hide from those who say they know better, but really just know they were once satisfied to dream and are now calcified into lives of regret and sorrow. One sentence. That is one sentence. Yeah. I would really appreciate Tom King to just, I I want, like I get, it's a specific character choice that Tom King has made for this person. She speaks a certain way that is equal parts sort of hick. She says, ain't, uh, and a few other things that are that are sort of you associate more with like people who live in more rural areas. But she also yeah. speaks in a sort of fantasy style way yeah. that is very verbose, lyrical. Yeah, lyrical. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and it goes on and on and on. And I'm like, Tom, Tommy, Tomothy. Yeah. Let's make a character who does the opposite of that sometimes. Yeah. And I think this is in part, it's going back to sort of like something we've talked about in more recent times when we've talked about Tom King's work, which is just that like, he has an incredibly specific and unique style that is very similar every single time he writes a story. And yeah. I think I'm just sick of it. It's not bad. It's no, good. I, I think I just want saying. something else. Yeah. Well, it's, see, it's funny. Cause for me, I'm like, I, I think I think of Mr. Miracle and then I think of this and Mr. Miracle to me is a lot more staccato compared to this. Like sure. this one I found really, I, I, I will be honest. I waited a long time to give you this. Cause I was like, as good as this is, damn, she talks a lot. She talks in this. So and I was much. like, I was like, Andrew's going to kill me if I give him this. <laughs> Cause this is not a breezy read yeah, by any stretch. Definitely. I, it, but it does. The character is an interesting voice and it almost, cause you, you kind of mentioned like she does have some, she uses some vernacular of like a kind of a down home hick, which is basically where she lived. That's kind of what she was. Yeah. Slash is. And so you, the more you read, you almost get the idea that maybe she's doing this on purpose, that she's trying to overdo it to make oh, herself yeah, yeah. seem more intelligent. Because she's telling the story. she's telling the story. So she's trying to seem like this really overly intelligent uh, and um, poetic narrator. Yeah. When really she's, I mean, they say, she says she's doing this as an adult, but at the same time, you you feel like this is a teenager writing this stuff. Yeah. Trying to make themselves seem more adult than they actually are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And smarter than they actually are, which I think lends yeah. to the character and kind of gives you an insight. I really... The one thing I really love about this, and when I heard that they were making this into a movie, got me excited, is you're right. This is a different version of Supergirl than we've really, really ever seen. And I think they that Tom King uses her in a way that some people have sort of used her as, which is kind of a different, 
almost uh, almost a different take on what Superman could have been. Sure. Or what? Or like what you said, what Superman can't be. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you too. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you're more of a DC person. But yeah, I think yeah. traditionally Supergirl is sort of just like the female version of Superman. Usually, yeah. And they'll give her, you know, they'll they'll make her sometimes maybe even where I would say Superman is noble. She is more graceful. Yeah. Right. But it's it's two sides of the, uh, of right. the same coin. It's still truth, justice and in the, the American, American way. way. It's just more a more feminine yeah. feeling to that as well. But this this gets into the idea of like. I'm not Superman. Yeah. And I'm never going to be Superman. And when people see the S on my chest, they assume that I am Superman or like Superman. Yeah. And I don't want to bear that cross and I want to have that weight. I mean, the fir- I think the, is it the first time we see her in this? She's like hung over. No, the first time we see her, she's drunk. She's drunk, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, I'm like I'm trying to remember like exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first time we see her, she's drunk. She sh- that's why and she's there like, is because they have a, a red sun. So she can right. drink. So she could get drunk. And yeah. I was like, I immediately was like, this is when I saw that. I was like, I am in for this. I'm in for this long haul. You know, what's funny. Right before that, because there's like maybe three or four pages before right. that where this other character is talking. I don't remember yeah. her fucking name, but this other character is talking. I think it's like Ruth, Ruthie, I think yeah, is her name. Something, yeah. But she's talking and I was like, I swear to God, if this is Supergirl, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. If yeah. this is like I'm I'm already not on board yeah. because of the way that Supergirl is going to be speaking through this entire thing. No. And then they introduce Supergirl and it's totally the opposite. It's and I was like, all right, I'm on board. She's cursing, in the first she's, issue, yeah. I'm yeah. In the first issue, I'm already hooked. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, this is a version of Supergirl that we've never seen, but it's using her to, you know, every once in a while, a, a character a writer has kind of touched on this potential for Supergirl that she is different. Different and yeah. not this and not Superman. Right. But never to this extent of like, no, I'm just this off like side character. Yeah. For the greatest kind of hero the black in the, sheep of in the, the family, universe, the black sheep of the family of, yeah. the, of this, the greatest hero in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone yeah. kind of just fucking forgets about me. So it's like fuck the, everyone the else. Step sibling. Yeah, of like yeah. The and greatest so person who's ever lived. Gr- and I'm like, so she has this real giant chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Of like, I got this ass on my chest and it sucks in a lot of ways. So I just want to get. But also even like. Everybody knows that asshole. Nobody gives right. a shit about me. We have the same powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to underestimate me. They see the S and they think I'm tough, and then they look up and see a girl and think I'm not. But right, it's all of the all of the cons and none of the pros. Right. right? Because like she'll never be Superman, right. which is the one everyone aspires to. He's got all the posters and all the right. t-shirts and everything. Right. Right. But she does get the people who want revenge on Superman who know they can't fight him. Right. So they seek her out and she's like, now I got to deal with these guys everywhere I go. Yeah. As a, as a, they just seek her out because they think she's going to be a fucking punching bag that she can. Right. That they can, and she's like, nah, nah I got to clean yeah. this mess up. Because she's basically just Superman, <laughs> but blonde. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so she has this real like just kind of chip on her shoulder. And I love just throughout the whole thing. She's this like kind of gruff character who's like man I'm only fucking doing this because I'm trying to show you like don't kill someone yeah. or do I don't fucking care you know what yeah. I mean like you get make your feeling, own decisions whatever I, listen I'll yeah. find this I'm not the boss yeah. of your life it, it, also early on like crypto gets gets killed and so she's like alright now I'm coming after this crypto fucking doesn't guy. get killed it's not a spoiler oh wait, yeah, yeah yeah oh you're right no sorry crypto gets hurt crypto gets hurt sorry yeah and that's one of the things that motivates her to help, to this, help person. this person it's yeah. very very early it's in like the first or second that's issue right, or right. something crypto gets it's hurt. the reason she agrees yeah. to go on the journey I remember sorry I remember reading it the first time I was like fuck they killed crypto yeah, and then that's why it stuck in my head but crypto gets hurt and she's like alright now I'm fucking in on this journey but I'm not killing this guy stop telling me I'm killing this guy because I'm not doing it and yeah. you're not doing it either or you're doing it I don't give a fuck you got you always get the fuck she's always like one step away from like I don't fucking care yeah <laughs> yeah you have to make sure you do this or don't whatever or don't whatever live your life I yeah. don't give a shit uh, yeah. this is a very small spoiler it doesn't it's not really gonna impact your um enjoyment yeah yeah it's not really gonna yeah. uh, impact your enjoyment of this 
book if you know this, but um, skip ahead like 30 seconds if you don't want to know anything. Yeah. Uh, but something smart that Tom King does in this one is that there aren't really any big twists. Mm-hmm. There are a couple kind of small ones that he couldn't resist putting in, but the story is largely just a trudge across the galaxy in search yes. of justice. Yes, and it, it highlights the subjectivity of what justice means to each individual person, which I really appreciate. Like Superman wouldn't do some of the things that Supergirl does in the story, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you get this, like I said, you get this different version of Supergirl, but she does actually have that one consistent thing just like Superman. And then you get this feeling that you get this feeling from this character that she kind of it's one of the, she kind of hates herself because she feels compelled to as much as she says she's not Superman and like wants to separate herself from her cousin and everything. She does have this feel, like you said, this kind of through line of like, no, I have to do good. Yeah. And you feel you feel like where Superman is like, no, this isn't this is it's a choice that I make to be like this. Mm -hmm. You get this feeling from her like this is not a choice. It's something that is ingrained in me. Yeah. And is instinctual. And no, no matter how much I fight it. I have to do this. And I hate that I have to do this. Yeah. But I have to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. I have to do the right thing. I don't want to because I know the other thing is way easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she, she'll roll into a situation. She's like, I could just kill everyone in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could just just kill everyone in this and just decimate this whole thing. But also, they they on that, they do a great job as well of putting her in very realistic situations that are plausible in this story right. that remove her powers from her yes. or make her weaker or whatever. Yeah. Or she could just give up. Yeah. Like, there's so many she could times. Just go home. They could, there's so many times they put her, like you said, in these plausible situations where her powers are weakened or taken away. And she kind of gets defeated by something and you could see it and feel it in her of just like, I should just give up. Like, I should just like go home and just give up on this thing. And then you see her just like, nope, I can't do it. And you feel her like frustration with herself of just, God damn it. I gotta do it. It feels like there is just more and more weight on her back. Every issue. There's more and more weight on her back of just like, all right, fine. I gotta do it. Which, like I said, is I thought it was such a refreshing take on really any character that wears that S symbol on their chest. Yeah. You never see something like that with this. And this, that was so refreshing to me. And I think as well, when, Speaking of the movie that James Gunn is making, I think if what I'm hoping he's doing with Superman is making him more traditional, more like an all star Superman. Yes. uh, We get a finally we'll get a a hopeful, optimistic Superman in the style of maybe something closer to the Richard Donner, Christopher Reeve version. Right. And uh, if they do this with Supergirl, it's going to be a great contrast. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, This is well, like I said, this is why I was excited when they announced that this movie was this is what they were making into a movie that I I immediately was like, oh, that's going to be such an interesting Supergirl to see. It's this Supergirl. And And we've talked a few times about how it's amazing that Tom King, none of Tom King's stories have been made into movies because we always say that like everything we read from him, we're like, this would make a fucking fantastic film. (laughs) It's weird because of all the things I've read from him, this one, I'm like, wow, of all the things they could have chosen, this might be the hardest simply because of the scope. Yeah. And also, you know, as dense and as lyrical and everything as this narrator is, it makes the character and it kind of makes the story what it is because it paints it it gives it this like fable-esque feeling to it sure right which is i think what they're going what he's going for but when you take that away do you lose the kind of heart that the story has yeah i mean james gunn is a good guy to put that in his hands you know yeah he's a good guy to have his hands around it yeah i'm not i'm not so much worried i'm just like i'm interested to see what they do with it because like you talk about the scope like it's gonna look like guardians of the galaxy oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think it'll look great and i'm excited to see the supergirl really it's just that one aspect of like are they gonna keep would they keep the main character this first of all is it from her perspective still or is it going to be just more third person perspective and if it is from her perspective i mean are we still keeping that kind of like 
very long winded, yeah, overly dramatic kind of dialogue to it, yeah, from this character. Because for to read it, it can get long, but at least when reading it, you're like, I'm gonna put this down for 30 seconds and take yeah. a break from and it. And honestly, you can skim a lot of it, yeah, 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 yeah. And but in movie, you're just in it, you're on a track, yeah. So, like, will that go? Does that get old for two, two and a, what I would imagine is two and a half hours at least. <laughs> If we're being honest. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. yeah, for this movie, I can feel this being at least a two and a half hour yeah. movie. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I I mean, so do you recommend this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. I would say like of the qualms that I have with it, it's like ninety five percent of the way to perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. The characters are all so interesting. Yeah. There are a couple of things that like, like there's a, I won't spoil it, but there's a character who comes out in like, I don't know, three quarters of the way through the story. That's just mm. there. And it's sort of a deus ex machina moment. And I was like, right. what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. it's, there's like a big, like, it's as though like, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of an example. Like if you're, if you're reading a, an Iron Man story and Ca- and he's about to lose, and then Captain America shows up and saves the day. And you're like, ah, that guy. Except this character, I didn't know who it was. And I was like, okay, I guess this person exists in this universe. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's a thing that kind of was like a, a thing I bumped on very slightly. But it's it's still all about. It's mostly about the characters, the relationships to each other. It's about the like you said, the weight on Supergirl's back throughout this entire story and her. Just fucking doing everything she doesn't want to do because it's the right thing to do. It's also about like choosing who you want, what kind of person you want to be and who you want to be. Yeah, because that's really both of their journeys is really like, you know, it's a she keeps saying like, you know, you listen, I'm going to take you this guy. And if you want to kill him, you kill him. That's up to you. But like, just know that's who you are then. And that's and it's not fun. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it up to you. Yeah. But at the same time, she's also Supergirl is also kind of on the same journey of like, okay, this is who I am. I got it. Like coming to an acceptance of like, if I'm going to be Supergirl, I'm going to be Supergirl. Like I'm going to have to be this person. Yeah. yeah. And it's really it's not quite. It's almost a coming of age story. Sure. But also not because Supergirl isn't really coming of age. Yeah. It's more of a now that you have come to age. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I said, the only the only hesitancy I ever have of recommending this to people, I'm like. It's not a quick read. Yeah. You're going to have to like sit with it for a little bit, but it's, I think it's worth it. It's a good character study. Yeah. It's worth sitting with though. Yeah. For sure. It's a good like fireside book. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. What do you got for me, sir? All right, Chris, I have uh, two options. Okay. Would you like something more ingrained in the Spider-Man comics and the Spider-Verse from like pre into the Spider-Verse comic books? Or would you like a story that's more inspired by the Spider-Verse films? Which one is the one with the golden sponge cake Spider-Man? I think he might be in one of these, Whichever but I'm one, not positive. All right, whichever one you think that one is, give me that one. All right, 2015 Spider-Verse. Okay, done. That's what we're reading. I think that's the storyline that really... I, like there had been some sort of mentions of a spider verse and spider totems, but this is the one that really brings it all together for the first time. All right, excellent. Spider verse 2015. Done. Treble. I did that to myself. I, I put it out in my calendar that it's been a while since I uh, since I last made that joke. So oh, that's uh, that's good of it. you. Yeah, good. Yeah. Did a little did a little like Google alert go off? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like it's time to do that joke again. Yep. I said it for every week moving forward. You are such a professional. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where our episodes go live eight in the morning every Tuesday, hot and ready. Sometimes the titles are wrong like they were last week. You can also find us on Twitter. We're handless at Media Lunch Break. Can you spot if the title is wrong? Because you don't know until you listen to the episode. That's true. It had seven listens by the time I caught it. It had only been live for like 45 minutes and seven people saw the wrong title. 
fuck my life. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We have merch on Teespring. Head over to our Twitter account to find the link for that. It's the very top tweet. You can also visit our Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. If you'd like to help out the show in a way or two for a dollar or twain, was the best of times it was the worst of times you can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com you can visit our website and that is www.themedialunchbreak.com give us a rating and a reviewing on itunes soundcloud or youtube and a special thank you to julie thanks julie for being super cool uh yeah as andrew said you can leave a rating and a reviewing and you can leave it right in app uh as always if you leave a five-star rating you can leave whatever sort of review you want in there this week if you leave a five-star rating leave whatever Whatever that thing is, I said earlier in the episode, I've already forgotten. If you want us to do a drunk commentary yes, on of the Japanese, Japanese Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes, 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 yes. And please just say yes to that. But you can, <laughs> like I said, you can leave it right in app. It really does help. We've been talking about Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. We talked about a bunch of spider totems. Next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. It's what gonna day be of the week is that going to be? A Tuesday news day. Oh, shit. The Tuesday news day. The Tuesday news day. Who There's knew? news too already yeah there is uh then following it buckle in it's official spider-verse yeah i gotta figure out when i'm going to see that but here's the deal guys if in that time in that interim you're listening to this and you're like hey listen spider-verse is not your reading assignment i got your reading assignment for you right here send it over to us if you are like listen everyone in the universe in the multiverse really is going to be talking about across the spider-verse Wait, yes, across the spider. I always yeah. forget what it's called. And the third one, I think we're, we've called it already. Already, but I'm going to call it again through the Spider Verse. Yes, across, but if you're like, listen, everyone in the world is talking about across the Spider Verse. You guys should be talking about something different. I'm going to tell you what you should talk about. Talk about this right here. First of all, don't be racist. That's one. <laughs> but two, also, send it over to us, yeah. okay? If you're a creator, you made a comic, you filmed a pilot, you made a movie or something like that, and you want to send it over to us, and you're like, hey, take a look at this. Will you give it a little plug? Will you get, talk about it on the air? Of course we will. Send it over to us. We'll give it a shout-out. We'll send people towards it. We'll give a little critique. Everything. Uh, we love doing that. Other than that... That's about it. Yeah. Really? There it is. Boom. We made a thing. We made a thing. Look at that. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. Now that's how a easy thing. it is. There's so many we, things. That's how easy it is to make a thing. If you listen out there, just go out and make a thing, man. Yeah. That's, if we can do it, you can do it. You now definitely that, can do it. Oh, believe me. Yeah. So go make a thing. Go make a thing while you're listening to this. If you weren't already, it's that simple. There it is. That's all I got. This thing in the back of my throat. Is it a penis? Don't, don't. Uh, hey. I blame myself. We I blame did myself it. for that one. Yeah. That's probably good, right? I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it's good. Well, I don't know if any of this is good. No, if, if that's the standard we're going with, we should have shut the mics off immediately. I'm hungry. I'm going to go take a bath with my toaster. Okay. You want to join? join you? Yay! Yay! That's that's the end.